Between that pile of laundry that never seems to get any smaller and all those incoming emails and oh so many Zoom calls, you've got plenty on your to-do list. So give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. You know how this goes. You want Chinese, kids want burgers, everybody wants Froyo. Well, instead of just arguing about it, there is something for everything on DoorDash. So get, get everybody everything they want. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is really easy. You just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and you enter the code STAPLES. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code STAPLES. Don't forget, that's code STAPLES for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. So, yeah, I will have a bacon double cheeseburger, and I want lots of mayonnaise on that. Just a ton of, give me all the mayonnaise you can get. Yeah. Oh, this this mic's on. Oh, you weren't supposed to hear that. I hate mayonnaise. It's part of my deal. It's my shtick. It's my thing. I don't like mayonnaise. You didn't hear that. That's not true. I was taken out of context. Okay, maybe this mic is on. Welcome to the Andy Staple Show. I, I guess any mic really is a hot mic, and I think that's something that. Nebraska President Ted Carter learned on Tuesday uh, when he was talking before a press conference to Bob Henson, who's the director of the National Strategic Research Institute, and Ted broke a little news, or at least it seemed like he did, on Tuesday morning. As of Tuesday night, as I'm recording this, the news has not happened yet. We still think it's somewhat imminent whether that happens on Wednesday or, or maybe a little later, but it does seem imminent. Here's what uh, here's what Ted said right before the press conference into a mic that most certainly was live. Everything that's going on here, and with what we're getting ready to announce with Husker Big Ten football tonight. Oh, really? I I heard that that was happening. I didn't. Uh, I think there's a lot of anticipation about that. Good for you. Maybe that'll get off your plate. <laughs> well, it never will, but it's 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 a good move in the right direction. All right. So we have our, uh, our professors here. Everybody that's we have a few. I I think. Uh, I do particularly enjoy Bob Henson's, oh, really? Like, Bob knows he's getting a little taste of the news beforehand and doesn't realize everybody else is, too. So that was uh, that was particularly interesting. Uh, KETV in Lincoln is the station that brought you that audio. Somebody uh, plugged into what they call the malt box. That's how press conferences work. There's a, a microphone in front of the speaker, and there's a wire that runs into the back, and there's what's called a malt box, which has a bunch of places where you can plug microphones or, or uh, XLR cables in, and you can listen without having to put your own microphone up. You know, in the old days, you'd see like 70 different microphones with the speaker. Well, they figured out 
They just have the one microphone. Everybody plugs into the Walt box. They get nice, clean sound. Unfortunately, if you talk into that mic before the press conference starts, there's a very good chance somebody's plugged into that malt box and they're recording, which is what happened to the gentleman in Nebraska. Now, it, it's been a wild week for microphones in the state of Nebraska. You had those guys, and then you had the guy at the Lincoln City Council meeting last week who said, we can't call chicken tenders boneless wings anymore. And listen, I agree completely with him. He, he was absolutely right. Feel free to call them saucy nugs or trash, but don't call them boneless wings. They're not. Wings have bones. And so... Microphones in Lincoln, Nebraska have gotten a lot of action, but there was no action as of Tuesday night in the Big Ten. No official word that there's going to be a season. We think there is going to be a season. We think that that season will start sometime in October. The, the date that keeps getting thrown around is October 17th. The idea, I think, would be an eight-game season and then a Big Ten championship game, and I know there will be some resistance to this, but probably that syncs up with the other leagues. And if the Big Ten champion is really good, there's a very good chance the Big Ten champion makes the, the college football playoff. And I know some people will say, well, they're not doing the same thing as the other leagues. But I, I don't think the ACC or the SEC or the Big 12 is going to stand in anybody's way here because I think they also realize their seasons could be a little bit wonky here. You know, you're seeing potentially more postponements, cancellations. You've seen quite a few in the ACC already. Uh, you, you know, Virginia and Virginia Tech postponed their game. Virginia Tech and NC State postponed their game. So I think they'll be a little more forgiving about that than, than people realize, mostly because they're kind of all in the same boat here. So I think if the Big Ten can get that going, and, you know, R.A. Wasserman and I discussed this last week, and, and my thought was, well, if, if they can't play – by October, it doesn't work. And I thought all along, if they couldn't play before the other seasons ended, that it also wouldn't work. I, I initially thought, okay, well, you could have a spring season, but if so many people were playing in the fall, it's going to be really tough to do a spring season because I thought you would have a lot of opt-outs, people saying, I'm, I'm not going to play until the quote-unquote regular season in fall 2021. So this way you get the Big Ten semi-synced up. And I, I honestly don't care if it's eight games. You know, if the Big Ten champ is sitting there at 8-1 or 9-0, and and we think they're one of the best four teams, and not that our opinion matters, but if the members of the College Football Playoff Selection Committee think they're, they're one of the top four teams, I'm all for letting them into the playoff. <laughs> it's a weird year. Everybody's just doing the best they can. Remember, that's what, what Ari and I told you a couple weeks ago. Everyone's doing the best they can. But... Today, we're going to talk to a guy who really did the best he could. I think he could have done a lot less, but he was very determined, and he was one of the people who helped get the Big Ten to reconsider the idea of playing football in the fall. His name is Randy Wade. If the last name sounds familiar, it's because his son, Sean Wade, is a cornerback at Ohio State. Now, is might not be the operative word, because Sean Wade opted out on Monday. And, you know, he's a very good corner, potentially a first-round draft pick, and decided, hey, I can't wait for a decision. You keep telling me there's going to be a vote. You haven't said there's a vote yet. You haven't given me any results. You're not giving me any information. So I got to move on. 
And I know there's a lot of people who are hoping that he reconsiders his decision if the Big Ten says, hey, you can play. We'll see, but you're going to hear in this interview Randy Wade put a little pin in that balloon because uh, it sounds like there's going to be an agent signing on Tuesday evening, or at least that's the plan right now. So it, it may be that they're doing it without Sean Wade. They're doing it without Wyatt Davis, the, the offensive lineman who also opted out last week. But if they play, I'd say it's a major victory for those Big Ten parents who kept the flame lit. So what Randy Wade did, and, and people laughed at him for this. He's from Jacksonville, Florida. He bought a plane ticket to Chicago. He flew up to Chicago, and he and several other Big Ten parents, he had some parents from, from Wisconsin, you had some parents from Nebraska, they went to the Big Ten headquarters, which, by the way, nobody was working at because they're all working from home. But they went there, and they said, we're going to stand here, and we're going to say why we think that the Big Ten should play. And they kept on fighting. The Nebraska parents really took the fight to the Big Ten. Uh, they had their their players, actually, the, the Nebraska players, a group of them, sued the Big Ten. And that was how we found out that, yes, there was a vote. Yes, it was 11-3 to 3 in favor of postponing. So you know, that document had to be handed over as part of a court case. So you guys could say these, these folks weren't going to make a difference, but they did. And I'll be honest, when they started doing this, I wrote a column and I said, the Big Ten owes these parents transparency, owes them information. They owe them honesty about the process that got the season suspended. And I still don't think the Big Ten's been very forthcoming about that. And I don't think that's right. But I also wrote that whatever they do is not going to get football back in the fall. Well, <laughs> I think I may be wrong on that one. I think they, they more than anyone else, were the ones that got the Big Ten to reconsider. And so that's why I wanted to talk to Randy Wade about that fight and just about what the last month or so has been like because – He's a guy who is dealing with the situation with his son, which is very different than most people because, again, Sean Wade is a potential first-round draft pick. So he doesn't particularly need to play this season. He's already got his degree from Ohio State. He came back because he wanted to be a captain, because he wanted to help try to win a national championship, and then all of this other stuff happened. So it's a really interesting look at how all this went down and then – just how little information the parents got. And you, you think, okay, well, you know, these are the parents. They're going to get a bunch of info. Well, they probably would have if the coaches had gotten some info, if, if, you know, the ADs had gotten some info. But everybody was kind of in the dark. And that's one thing these guys have been fighting for is the parents getting a little more of a voice. And I, I think that's a pretty good idea too. You'll hear Randy Wade talking about his plan, what he thinks should happen in terms of parents everywhere having more of a voice in college sports, it's really a good idea. So here's my interview with Randy Wade, father of Ohio State cornerback Sean Wade, and the driving force in the resistance among the parents of Big Ten football players to this postponement. And if it ends up getting reversed, Randy Wade's one of the guys you need to thank. 
Now's the time to get your student loan payments under control. You could be saving by refinancing your student loans with Earnest. Interest rates have hit record lows, which means it's a great time to refinance your student loans and see if you can lower your monthly payment. If you've been making the same monthly payment on your student loans for the last couple of years, odds are you could reduce your payment and save by refinancing with Earnest. Checking your new rate is fast and easy to start. Complete a few questions online. It only takes two minutes and you'll get a personalized rate estimate without affecting your credit score. And now, you can get a $100 cash bonus when you refinance a student loan with earnest.com slash staples. Once again, you get a $100 cash bonus when you refi your student loan at earnest.com slash staples. Not available in all states? Visit earnest.com slash staples for more details. Terms and conditions apply. Earnest student loan refinance loans are made by Earnest Operations, LLC, NMLS number 120-4917, California Financing Law License Number 605-4788-303 Second Street Suite 401 in San Francisco, California, 94107. Visit earnest.com slash licenses for a full list of licensed states. Let's start with this. Right now, we are talking at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We are both here in Florida, and you know we saw the same video of the Nebraska president the system president, not the guy who's actually doing the voting, but saying there was going to be an announcement Tuesday night. And here we are, no announcement yet. Now, you said to me before we started recording, Randy, that you're not surprised by this. I'm telling you, if, if there was going to be an announcement, don't you think um, uh, Coach Day, Coach Combs, maybe even Gene Smith would be hitting, hitting Sean up? Nobody, nobody. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, so if there's going to be an announcement, they probably would be calling us. Now, now, for those who don't know, your your son Sean announced on Monday that he was going to opt out and, and start getting ready for the draft, mm-hmm. uh, but but said, I saw several interviews where he said he's not signed with an agent yet. So, right, conceivably, if they decide to play, I would think that's Ryan Day's first phone call is is Sean Wade and, and to Wyatt, Wyatt Davis, mm-hmm. who have opted out. <laughs> Yeah, Sean signs tomorrow at six six thirty. Six thirty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he he will be off the table yeah. as of tomorrow night at six thirty. Yeah, we uh so. we having a his tomorrow's his birthday, and we having a, a um a party for him, you know. Uh, oh. So it's just he's excited for to be in a new chapter. So um, we're excited for him. So for you, because you know Sean is moving on in the NFL, but this this fight to get the Big Ten playing again. It's been interesting watching you on Twitter trying to explain to people that this wasn't just about Sean getting a chance to play, mm-hmm. that you're trying to help all those players at Ohio State, all those players at Nebraska, Iowa, Penn State get a chance to play. How how have this last month or so been for you since they decided to postpone on August 11th? Busy, very busy, but I just enjoy – joining fans to families because everybody thinks that kids pop out and they're just superstars. It's a process. It's a story for everybody. Everybody's story is different. And then think about it, the mistakes that are made, a lot of the mistakes are the same. So if parents can talk to each other and tell their stories, those mistakes might not happen again. So um, I just love joining parents and fans because there's so many things that fans don't think about. There's so many things that coaches don't think about. Uh, It's a process. Surprises. How how tough has it been for you, knowing how bad this team wanted to play together, to watch all this unfold? Oh, it's super tough. It, it's super tough. I mean, it's it's hard. Um, 
to one of our goals, and I mean, mainly Sean's goal was to win a championship, you know, was to be a captain, was to, you know, uh, uh, maybe try for the Thorpe Award or something like that. And to know that it's, it's being stopped, it's just it's sad. But you just cannot – when you're not going forward, you're going backwards. Man. It's when you're not going forward, you're going back. When you're in limbo, you're going backwards. People want him to just wait, 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 wait. That's how not that, that's not, not how life is. You know what I'm saying? You, well, and, and Sean's already got his degree and everything, yeah, right? He, yeah, he, yeah, he, he didn't have to come back yeah, this so year. He, so he's taking classes that don't matter. He, he don't want a master's. I mean, that's something I want to fight too. I don't think – I think that when a, when a kid graduates – he shouldn't have to take classes no more. He he did his student part. Let him finish out his his athletic part. I just think that's that's crazy. Now, if someone wants to get their masters, go get it. But that's not what Sean wants to do. Do the Matt Leinart thing and just take ballroom dancing. Like every, that, everybody should have that option to just I, take I ballroom you, dancing I, I and mean, golf. People say ballroom dancing. People say uh, um, basket weaving. It sounds 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 like it could work, but they don't have those classes like that no more. They don't have a- well, and you you still got to go, and you still got to pass them. So yeah, it's, it's yeah, not, yeah. you actually got to work. Yeah. I, I I took golf in college, and it was way harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, and then you got to think. So for some of the classes, you got to have prerequisites for the for some of them. Luckily, the easier right. ones are lower level, but you know, it's just it's a lot to do. I mean, I I, I was mad at uh at, at Nick Bosa. I'm I'm good friends with his dad now, and I was mad when he left. And uh, we had that season that uh, what that was 2018 season 2018 yeah he got, he got hurt against TCU early yeah yeah but once I thought about it you know I'm like you know what he has a million dollars on the line he don't know exactly how that injury is going to heal Sean has the same had the same injury and uh, he didn't want to he didn't want to play school anymore I know that sounds negative but a lot of these kids are playing school a lot of them you know because they have no other option. The XFL is coming, going, coming, going. I'm hoping The Rock can do something about that. But a lot of these kids are forced to go to school on their way to go to the NFL. You know, right? And and it is it really is the only way because I, I have that argument with people a lot, and they say, "Well, they could play in the CFL." Not really. Mm-hmm. There's only so many spots in the CFL for non-Canadian people, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of competition for them. So it's not a realistic option for most people. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right. If, if the XFL or the uh, you know the AAF was there for a minute, but now it's gone, and but th- there is no other way. If you want to go to the NFL, you have to go through this this system and. You've got the the inside out look at that system the last few years, and uh, I'm curious, you know, for you, what's what's been dealing with the Big Ten? What is dealing with the Big Ten been like this this last month or so? Because one thing I, I sense just seeing you talk over the last month or so is the frustration of not getting any information out of yeah. them. Yeah, so my, my message changed a lot, but it changed because the Big Ten changed. So people, you know, you see I don't really say transparency anymore because at the end of the day, forget transparency if you're going to let us play. <laughs> I don't care what you do. You know what I'm saying? Forget- <laughs> they, they can do it as dirty as they want if <laughs> they, they let them play. As dirty as they want to. If you're going to let us play, forget transparency. So my message had to change. And then my message had to change when, when the movement got bigger, when we started doing the Big Ten Parents Association uh, uh Big Ten Parents United, stuff like that. So I had to align my message with them because they're the more permanent people that's going to be here. So that's why my message had to change. But it's frustrating. It's like it's like being it's like being married to a woman that is scorned and and like like that you tell them you love them, you want to talk to them and stuff like that. But it's, it's no answer. It's no nothing. You know, it's, it's that, like that same type of thing. Man. It's crazy. No, they have not came. If you go to the website, I think the last uh, 
thing that's on their website is talking about the schedule coming out for the first, the second time it was changed. That's the last thing on the website. It's really wow. Cool. Yeah, that and that was like August 5th. And then August 11th, they postponed. Yep. And the last really public statement from, from Kevin Warren, the commissioner, I think was August 19th. Or, or somewhere around there. So, yeah, there, there hasn't been a lot of information flowing out. You, you mentioned something, and, and we talked about this when we were on the phone earlier, the the Big Ten Parents Association. I, I, I've noticed, you know, you've gotten to deal to know some parents from Nebraska and from Iowa and from mm. Penn State and Wisconsin through this process, and you had a great idea, just a Big Ten Parents Association that would represent the players. Mm-hmm. It would be their parents organized representing the players, and you even want you'd like that that organization to have its president with an office in the Big Ten office. Yes, to to get bigger issues to affect kids. There's so many big issues that affect these young men and women that are not solved in the best interest of those kids. If you have a parents association, they would not care about winning because they care about. The kids in the Big Ten, they would not care about uh, recruitment rankings. They wouldn't care about, you know, everybody else has to care about that. They have to because it's their job or they're going to get fired. But if you have somebody that had a back. Of your job kids, is to care about your kid. Yeah, your job is to care about your kid. And so if we can help, if we had an organization that was put together that could somehow help, it, w- it would be awesome. It would be awesome. That that I, I think that should be a national thing. Yeah. I think that would be great if, if there was a, an NCAA Parents Association where and and there'd be one, you know, there'd be one in the Big Ten, one in the Pac-12, one in the ACC, one in the SEC. Like every league would have one. I, I think that's great because who knows the kids better? And I, I I'm with you on motivations. I'm always interested in people's motivation for everything. Mm-hmm. The parents' motivation is probably going to be the purest. Sure. If you if you just line everybody up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and and, and like we, we talked before about when uh, Urban Meyer talked about the fact that when you go to championships. And you don't have the money. The parents don't have the money back to back to keep going to those games. And Urban Meyer changes stuff like that. Simple stuff like that. That was Ohio State parents. I remember that that crew of parents was very outspoken. Mm-hmm. They were very organized. Together. Um, yeah, yeah I, I remember. I did a story about, for my former employee on employer on Michael Bennett and talking to his mom, and she was pretty active in that group. And uh, you know, they, they just they made sure that their kids were taken care of. And that people weren't trying to take advantage of them. That's it. And I think that's that's it is. <laughs> that's the key. You got. I mean, to keep it one hundred. One day, Urban Meyer told my my wife that we should write a book because one day I will let people know, even though no matter how good these people are, everybody has their agenda. Coming, uh, whether it's a position coach, whether it's a head coach, whether it's an agent, whether it's a financial advisor, and you have good ones and you have bad ones, and. These kids go and these parents go through all these issues over and over and over again because the answer is not, you know, I can I can I can fix my washing machine on the Internet. But the answer for the stuff we go through, is not on the Internet. Nobody's talking. Yeah, about there, it. There's no YouTube video for that. No. And I, I've, I've argued about this for years, especially in recruiting, that the coaches take advantage of the fact that the parents don't know how the system works. Yes. They're almost all, unless you had a kid go through it before, or you're at a high school that consistently produces, although Sean went to a high school that consistently yep. produces good players, mm-hmm. but but those are the only people who have even a clue of how the system works and how, how to use leverage in their favor. It's, it's tough. I and mean, I'd read that book. I mean, somebody needs to write that book just to help the parents of the kids that are coming along in the next few years. Yeah, definitely. 
I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So not, not not the book, but you know, through my podcast and through my YouTube YouTube show, I'm I'm having parents that's been through it to, to give that information out. We call it breaking bread, breaking breaking bread. You know, breaking bread. So if if they wanted to find your YouTube channel, what what would you search for? Breaking oh, so, bread. No, no, no. So my YouTube channel is okay. called it's called a ten four YouTube show. Like I said, we had J- we got Jalen Ramsey Daddy on there. We have uh uh matter of fact, we have Damon Tabber. He's on there. I don't know if you know him from Draft Draft uh yeah Draft Diamonds. Uh, we have uh Michael Parsons and Dad on there. We have a lot of different uh, women that's women and men that's been through something. And they're actually trying to help the community. And also, I have a podcast called Daddy's Ball Podcast where I interview all kind of people about their process to help other people uh, through their process. No matter what fitness fads you follow, one thing is true across every one of them. You have to get hydrated and stay hydrated. The best way to do that is liquid IV. It is the most efficient way to get and stay hydrated because each serving helps you get as much hydration as two to three bottles of water. Why is that? It's the optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium delivered into your bloodstream. I live in a place where it is scorching hot, very humid, lose a lot of water when I go out running. I drink a liquid IV beforehand. I drink a liquid IV when I get back. It feels great. Partial to the acai berry before, lemon-lime on the way back. I'm not sure exactly why it works out that way, but those are my favorites. Also, if you celebrated a little bit, it doesn't have to be a workout thing. Maybe I had a neighbor who was testing out smoked old fashions, and maybe I had a few. Maybe I had one too many. When I got home, I drank a liquid IV right before bed. I felt fantastic in the morning. So how do you get yourself some liquid IV? You go to liquidiv.com and you use the code ATHLETIC at checkout and you get 25% off anything you order. That is 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code ATHLETIC at liquidiv.com. So get better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code ATHLETIC. That's, that is such helpful information because it's nobody's been through it until they've been through it for the most part. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to find that information. So you actually have created the, the podcast version of the YouTube video of how to fix your, your washing machine. <laughs> I want, by the way, I once fixed a dryer using a YouTube video and nearly shocked myself to death. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. you, you got to be a little bit careful with those. Yeah. I don't think you can sue YouTube. I don't think you can sue YouTube. I don't think so. No, no, no. But you're, you're exactly right. Cause it, this is, this is stuff that it's high level stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't had a kid go through it, you're not going to know it. And, you know, you've been dealing with this on a different level because now you, I imagine you never thought when, when Sean went to play for Ohio state that you would wind up becoming kind of a leader of an organization. No, no. (laughs) Trying to get people to play football again. No, when I, when I bought those tickets, all I wanted to do was uh, take a stance for young men that wanted to play, that worked so hard and needed to, and needed to be able to have a chance to play. This is, this is when you bought the, the plane tickets to go up to Chicago to, to go to the Big Ten office. Yep, and yep. It's funny because I got mad about that because people were laughing at you guys for going there. They're like, oh, the, the Big Ten people aren't even working there. I'm, I'm saying if there are a bunch of parents of really good Big Ten football players standing there, you don't think that's going to send a message? Yeah, and it, I don't care what nobody says. That those small group of parents and the consistency of parents coming together made everything work. It, it, don't get me wrong. Um, Justin Fields started that fire. 
But once we jumped on and did what we did, it was it was, it was embarrassing because actually it was more media there than 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 parents. More actually it was more policemen there. They had helicopters flying over and everything. Oh, yeah, they, they did, man. It was crazy. But you guys but, are probably like, what? What are we? Wait, wait, wait. Are we supposed to be? What are we doing here? Yeah, I was so scared because I had to walk up to the policeman, and uh, you know, it was, you know, high-ranking police officers, and uh, he was when I was walking, I was like, how you doing, sir? I'm Randy Wade, you know, but I was like, but I say, he said, I just want to show you this as uh, this what you need to follow and stuff like that. He said, you don't got to worry about. It. I got my camera on. I'm like, huh? What you, what you got your camera? I got you. I know you got your camera. What, what's the problem? You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. It's funny. Oh, it was funny. That's crazy. It's funny. Well, and 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 you think about it, the Nebraska players who sued the Big Ten, that's the only reason we know there was a vote. Yeah. And we know what the vote was. Yep. Yep. Because nobody else seems to want to tell the truth about that. Yep. 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 They they don't. And uh like I said, they, they something was wrong with that. Something was wrong with that. I don't I don't know how you're supposed to do it or whatever like that, but something was kind of crazy, kind of wacky about that. Three so we talk, I, we talk about three days. Three days. Yeah. Three days to say no. We on day thirty-two to try to get a yes. Day thirty-two. Three days to say no because you seen one video. You know from what? How, how happy will you be if they if they come out at some point and and it, as far as we know it could be tonight or tomorrow morning if they come out at some point and say okay you can play here are the dates you're gonna play. Uh, I, I will be elated because I've ha- I've heard the stories and met the parents. Haven't met the kids yet of different schools in the Big Ten and the situations there they're waiting on. These some of these kids don't have enough film for the NFL. Some of these kids are just trying to get on the field. They've been I got kids that's that's been waiting for like three years, three four years to get on the field, and it's their only time. Uh, one of the parents said a good thing like you cannot bring back time. Some of these parents have grandparents that's old. They might not be here next year. You know what I'm saying? Now they have a chance to see them play. It's just, I'll be elated, man. I'll be a bear sight. Well, it, it's it's one of those things. I, I'm wondering now, do you have to be kind of a Nebraska fan and kind of an Iowa fan and oh, yeah. kind of a Penn State fan yeah. now that you now that you've met all these parents? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to be watching those, watching those kids, man. Definitely, man. Because uh, like I said, you those conversations were hard. It was tough conversations. So we had, uh, uh, I forgot his name. He's an ESPN guy on one of our calls. But um we had some hard conversations because, you know, some people wanted to sue. Some people didn't want to sue. Some people, you know, understood the the uh, uh, the social media presence. And then we had people who, who drafted letters. But in the letters, we didn't agree uh, and did agree with certain things that was in the letters. So it was a hard situation. Well, good luck to you. You got a big day coming up tomorrow in your family. Mm-hmm. But – you know, maybe maybe there'll be some big news <laughs> between now and then as well on on the Big Ten football front. But uh, you know, how proud of you are are you of this group of parents Very for proud. keeping the fight alive? Very proud because at the, at the end of the day, when we say fight, we're saying fight because we don't know. We didn't know we was going to make a change. We didn't know this. We just had to you know expend all our resources. You know, do things that. We didn't know we would get any kind of response from, and no matter what people say, they can't take this from us. We fought, man. We fought. We we. He said he's Kevin Warren said he said it would not be revisited. You know what? It was revisited, and we fought. Yes, sir. <laughs> Randy Wade, thank you so much, and uh, and happy birthday to your son tomorrow, and have fun. Okay, hey, Mike, Michael Perry said, tell, told me to tell you what's up. Oh, nice. Nice. Very nice. So I guess I know who you're signing with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, very nice. Big time. Yeah.
Michael Parrott is, is an agent, by the way, uh, for those who don't know. Uh, I met him when he was representing Marcus Lattimore, and I was doing a story on, on Marcus's rehab from that horrific knee injury against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, my, I, I always tell Michael he has, a, uh, he has a radar for the good dudes from Ohio State. For real. Appreciate it. Like Joshua Perry. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a good eye. Yeah, so. you're right. You're right, man. You're right. I appreciate it, man. Very nice. Thank you, Randy. All right.